0: I think it's about time we put off for the city, man. They're looking like we forgot or something. Remember
1: that? Man, I'm so crazy. It's cat shame. This is the Ohio report.
0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pedro DeLuca. And now it is time for your main events. Of the evening. Introducing your host from Northeast Ohio, he is heavy set, and now here is the Ohio Indie Report.
2: And welcome back to the Ohio Indy Report right here on Kayfabe Sports Radio, where it's all a work and a special Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, or whatever it is that you're celebrating, Happy Holidays. And we are here back on the Ohio Indy Report, and we have to talk about this Friday. Yes, this Friday at Turner's Hall is none other than what I was thinking was the nightmare after Christmas. I mean, that's what I was thinking throwing out as, as a possible name. For this show, the show that had no name during the last episode, but we actually has a name. We're talking about AIW Dead Presidents. This Friday, December 22nd, 2013, the last show of the year. 7.30 bell time. Turner's Hall, Cleveland, Ohio. Pre-order tickets are $15, but by the time I post this show, those could very well be gone. With some limited day of the show tickets of being $20, head over to AIWrestling.com to purchase your ticket before i started recording i bought a ticket to this event i am very very excited i mean there's there's a lot to talk about this event there's a lot to talk about coming forward and not to mention tomorrow there's a special comedy show held in association with aiw it's colt cabana and friends sit around and do commentary to bad wrestling it will be like I said tomorrow December 26th doors open at 7 and the show starts at 8 tickets are just $10 they're available at the door or at AIwrestling.com and it's at the Patty Rock Super Pub place that I'm not particularly familiar with 16700A Lorraine Avenue Cleveland Ohio 44101 I'm interested to see what it's all about seeing Colt Cabana Marty DeRosa and we'll get to a little bit about that later not much really that can be said about it. It's going to be mentioned in this very special episode at least once, and probably twice on a promo that's going to be played, but let's, before we go into Dead Presence, let's rewind a little bit and go back to AIW Hell on Earth 9, that was November 29th, and once again, hats off to PW Ponderings for crediting us for the results. First off, we started the show with Colin Delaney defeating the debuting Ty Colton. Next up was the Open Challenge, and this Words do not describe what this was like. You heard in the last episode talking about all these people that could come over, fans or, or whatnot. Well, Gregory Iron introduced bodyguards. A group of bodyguards that will be known as the Iron Curtain, and it consists of Dick Justice, Benjamin Boone, Joey Vincent, and the guy who was formerly in a mask, known as KFED, of the Latin Crime Syndicate. And basically, these group of guys held back almost anybody from coming over. Security was there, to especially uh, a, another fan, Matt Hackle, who you'll hear us talk about later in the episode. And basically, Greg picked a little girl out of the audience, and Greg attacked her. She did end up getting revenge while Greg wasn't looking by slapping him, but Greg attacked her again, and she ended up being escorted out. Uh, not in a particularly bad way, just she was getting beat up, She's you know, kind of... Taken out by the security. But it's it's the debut of the Iron Curtain in AIW and what this mean for Gray Iron and his future we will see coming up. The AIW Intense title was on the line between Lewis Linden and Marion Fontaine, and Lewis Linden continued his streak and he is on and retained the title. Now a match that you will not find. On the DVD, Ethan Page defeated Zima Ion. Now, the reason why this will not appear on the DVD is because of Impact Wrestling's thing with their wrestlers not to appear on DVDs with other promotions. And this is why it's for the live crowd only, but you can find some pirated video, possibly of fans who took it upon themselves to record this on YouTube, so go check that out. The AIW Tag Team Champions, the Jollyville Fuckets retained against the Batiri with T-Money pinning Cobalt. Tim Effendance managed to get a win against Michael Hutter, a.k.a. Derek Bateman, a.k.a. Ethan Carter III, via submission. Tim Donce did announce after this match that Chris Hero would be coming to AIW and he would be challenging his former mentor. Johnny Gargano defeated Kevin Steen, after this match, these guys shook hands, said some very pleasant words, and as this was happening, Lewis Linden and Ethan Page attacked Steen and Gargano. And then what was oddly enough, the challenger being the champion, Lewis Lyndon challenged Kevin Steen for a match for the intense title at what we now know as Dead Presidents. Marty Bell defeated Veda Scott after Greg accidentally hit her uh, in in a shot that was meant for Marty Bell. Veda seems to be a little ticked off with Gregory Iron, and Veda announced that she had already filed paperwork that the famous four count is now over. And then at the end of the night, it was for control of AIW. Hashtag Nixon the Duke, Bobby Beverly, Ricky Shane Page, and Eric Ryan versus Chess Flexer, Josh Prohibition, Matt Cross, and a mystery partner. Nixon was the first ones out in this match. And then out came Team Flexer. Now, as Nixon was standing in the ring, all four members, and on the outside was Team Flexer, they started pumping up who their who their partner was. No music hit. You're just wondering, who who was going to be this mystery? mystery partner. And then when none other than if you look in the center of the ring, Bobby Beverly super kicked. I'm pretty sure it was the Duke or Eric Ryan, basically revealing that he was the mystery partner turning on hashtag #Nixon. And this match t- Chess Flexor pinned the Duke after throwing a fireball into his face to win the match and come complete troll of AIW. After this match, Bobby Beverly kind of pledged that, you know, he was a a new Bobby and he was waiting to prove himself. Well, we're going to see what happens Friday night at Dead Presidents. Because one thing, Nixon is not scheduled to appear. Or they're not announced in a match, but they could very well appear. Well that kind of does it for a really quick rundown of hell on earth I would love to talk more about what happened at this event but we have a lot a lot a lot a lot to get into for this episode now I've already recorded peeling back the curtain a little bit I already recorded this conversation a couple days before Christmas with my special guests and I'll get into who my special guests are after this but it goes a very long long time and I explain who my guests are and why they're here but for now let's go to Tracy some others promo challenging Colt Cabana, and then after that we will get into the full card for Dead Presidents with my very special guest.
1: I'm they are really good. Like they
0: look. Puberty, out. man. Yeah, no, I went bad. through puberty and now they're bigger. Why oh, are still
1: bigger? No, not no. Why are they bigger? Why are bigger? Everybody, come on. Fat doesn't necessarily mean. No, no my dad is it. Hey ho ho, this supposed to be a wrestling promo over here. here are nicer.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, they're real. They're real. Like, okay. You know why? Because you
1: paid for it. You paid for You The paid to go
0: through for puberty it's expensive, they're
1: and they're then then your passes, then hey, what you think? Is puberty. a wrestling promo or something? We think we're trying to, you know, work here, grow money. I don't know. Like they, like, really? Puberty did puberty. Me good. Yeah, yeah, I saw it on the internet. I got a birthday Monday. I don't. They
0: don't. They
1: don't. you killing me. you Talk Cabana. Talk I didn't have a good Thanksgiving. My Christmas was so-so, but December 27th, Christmas comes early, and 2014 comes early. Hey, Jackson, you're on the wrong golf course, Colt Cabana. You're really looking at the one guy that's doing more comedy than you. Maybe. I don't know. From what I heard, you he want forty-five minutes, Doc. Wait a minute, Doc, Doc, Doc. doc. These are my daughters, man. Hey. You don't rise and you leave. I was the hell tell you, take You got to out of I know they're my man. family, but
0: I was scratching hot itch. Can you help me with Coca-Cola? I had that itch. Hell before. yes, I Get him drunk. Like, get him kind of drunk. I don't think he, he drinks. It. He's a good comedian. I've seen. His you mean, I don't. I don't know any good jokes. Like before. that podcast. There, there. Who's that? Phil's What does
1: nightmare and a turtle have in common? What? When they get on their back, that's when you know, they're in trouble. I Sorry. think it goes something like I, that. I do oh, Darling, I not hear any better. It's not about being on your back because you're always on your back. Don't think well, I'm don't supposed, to be on, this on the no, supposed we to be on your back. back. No,
0: nobody likes us. Don't matter. Your
1: mind, man, December 27th. See you later. My daddy's going to collect dust. the bus. Look what he's doing. Look what he's doing. Look what i
0: Get Can't the of man
1: scratch his genitals? Jesus Christ!
0: I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, they some left over.
1: Difference
0: in your Why?
1: What was he doing there? Fuck it, man. December twenty seventh, Cleveland, Ohio. Colt Cabana returns to AIW to do battle with Tracy Smothers. Oh fuck! What, dude? Tracy's crazy. You'll be battling him in Cleveland. No. Yeah. Nope. You have to. Nope. You signed the contract. Why not? I don't want to. Let's turn this off. Frank, let's turn this off. Let's get another match. Do you want to do your match now? or No, not the next guy. Like, let's, my next match. Let's choose a different one. I guess if you're not going to wrestle him, maybe just look in the camera, tell Tracy and the AIW fans why you're not going to be wrestling him. He's wrestled a bear. That's the craziest kind of wrestler. I got to get in bear fighting shape. What if I got a bear? They don't call us the Chicago Bears for nothing. So you're going to find a bear, bring it to Cleveland, and have Tracy Smothers wrestle it. And I'm not talking like Brian Erlocker or Mike Singletary. I got to find me a bear. Maybe it's not a bear. Maybe I take Tracy to the zoo, and I'm like, have at it, buddy. What if I don't get him to show up? How would you not get Tracy Smothers to show up? I go, hey, have you seen the bear exhibit in Cleveland? Tracy, here's what I'm thinking we do. You talk on the microphone for 25 minutes call it a day. You're going to have to wrestle. That's part of the contract. Have you not seen a Tracy Smothers match before? I feel like I'm letting down myself. I kind of feel like you're letting yourself down, but also the promoters down. I think I can beat him. I don't want to wrestle him, mm-hmm. but I think I can beat him. And how will you do that? Tracy Smothers is a microphone addict addicted to the microphone it's going to be a great time in cleveland ohio when i let tracy smothers talk on the microphone sell some phone microphones i roll you up call a day cleveland ohio tracy talks on the microphone and doesn't wrestle a bear i can barely wait to see you in cleveland ohio this is for you next we're doing two live comedy shows this week thursday cleveland ohio sunday muncie indiana colt cabana.com for all the information marty de rosa colin delaney kevin steen and more and
2: we're back here on the ohio indy report and this is a special special episode see when i talk about some of these cards sometimes i like to bring in wrestlers but sometimes when you look at a card and you look at an event you just want to talk about it with fellow fans And we're doing that once again. We have Dustin back on the show. Dustin, how you doing? Great. How are you? I'm doing great. And since this is the Christmas season, the week of Christmas, I felt a little compassion in my heart, and I felt, you know what? Let's let's make this Christmas episode for dead presidents. Let's make it extra special. And I have brought on fellow AIW fan, Juicy Pat Lucy.
3: Yes, yes, you have. I am here, and Ohio Indie Report has just became juicier. (laughs) Yeah, I said that. I I actually regret saying that now. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be a long episode.
2: Last last December was the event called uh, End of the World. Well, the Mayans were a year off. This is the real end of the world. The fact that Pat is on the show... Uh, and I never thought we, we'd see the day, but, you know, I just I just thought about it, and I said, fuck it. Why
3: not? Yeah, I'm pretty sure hell has literally frozen over. I mean, you have snowing in Egypt, and now hell has frozen over because you've asked me to come on here. Uh, yeah, how about that?
2: I mean, the only other person that I would rather have on here besides you is Matt Hackle. I was hoping you'd Tim Dantz. <laughs> yeah. One day, I I might lower my standards and have Tim Don's on here but I'm talking... I'd love to have Hackle on here. I'm surprised you haven't
3: Because that would be (laughs) your best show to date.
2: I should have did it on...
4: uh, I will say, having me on... It's almost like having Hackle on because I know exactly what Hackle would say. So <laughs> if you do want Hackle's input, I can give you the Hackle input as well. It would make no sense when I say it. but He would, <laughs> I would say it exactly how he would. Oh god. I was gonna say if you are gonna say Matt Hackle's
3: thing, you better do it right. Well, don't do it at just all. Just like this. Anyway. Oh
4: man, man, Greg, man, man, Gregory.
2: I right, man, he just. He just anyway,
3: for, not
2: bad. For, for those of you who are out of the loop, kind of. Matt Hackle is another fellow AIW fan, and there's a lot that have come on with I'm Matt I'm sure we'll Hackle,
4: talk actually. about him. There's stuff going on. We could talk about him in one of these parts, I know for a fact. <laughs> yeah, we will We will get to that part, and
2: uh, we'll have to also talk about what we've seen in the, the last uh, card with that a particular part that I know you're, we'll talk about. and uh, it, it should have been the main event of the night, but yeah. I digress. But we were here to talk about dead presidents, three fellow AIW fans, and where should we start on this? Um, I'm thinking, let's talk about the AIW tag team title match. Oh. The new AIW tag team champions, the Jollyville Fuckets, Pat, you, I'll put it right here on the air, you were right that they would win Double Dare. I really didn't think it was going to happen, but they did, versus... The Submission Squad, Pierre Abernathy and Evangelistico, versus the other half, really, of the Submission Squad, the hot, young best friends, Gary J. and Briley Pierce, versus the AIW Cleveland scene veterans, Euthanasia, M-Dog Matt Cross, and Josh Prohibition. There's a lot of possibilities, I think, that can happen here. You have the whole, pretty much the whole, like we said, the whole submission squad. And then the new champions who are, basically get the huge match like this for their first match, of freaking four-way. And you have the veterans of M-Dog, Matt Cross, and Josh Prohibition. H- how do you guys feeling about this match? Do you want
4: to go first?
3: Uh, uh that you, sir.
4: Alright, I'll go first. Um, I personally love the idea of the hot young best friends. It might be one of the greatest tag teams ever assembled in the history of tag team wrestling. Uh, I love euthanasia, known fact. Uh, I was actually just watching some of their 2000 and, what, 2002 backyard stuff. It was it was eye opening. Uh, I say fuck it. They keep the titles. I think they'll pull it out. I think that having two submission squad teams will cause a little bit of an issue for both teams, but I think in the long run they'll end up hurting them more than they'll end up helping them. Personally. Pat?
3: No, uh, Dustin makes some um, great points. I mean, looking, I mean, if we before- four-way tag, you know, those matches are always fun. Um, I mean, Euthanasia, they, uh, well, they reunited at AIW two years ago exactly at Nightmare Before Christmas 5, and I remember that night uh, that was really great to see them reunite because, you know, they're veterans of the Cleveland Indy scene, like you said, and they've always been a great tag team, and and I'm hoping one day, it may not be at this show, but one day I hope to see them as tag team champions again, but I don't see Jolly Phil um, I don't see the fuckers losing anytime soon, and my prediction is um, it's, it's going to start off as pretty much an eight-man tag, because I mean you're going to have the submission squad and the young hot best friends um, team up, and now, there's going to be alliances formed, but then those alliances are going to be breaking down, and uh, I'm going to, I'm interested to see if, if the submission squad and the best friends, if they're going to collide at all during the match at all, you know, there might be some hostile tension between the two teams during the match, it's, it's entirely possible, I mean, I don't see them breaking up, but, I mean, it's for the tag team champions, and... You can only have one winner in this match. So uh, that's the way I see it. Other than that, I look forward to the match. Should be good. I
2: agree with everything that's been said. And Dustin, since, you know, you're on here and the last time we had you on, you know, we talked about Absolution. And we happened to mention uh, a particular wrestler's name wrong. Oh,
4: uh, it was Nasty Russ.
2: And, Nasty, yeah, Nasty, uh, Russ. Nasty Russ, not Nasty Nate. Yeah. So let it be known that it is nasty, Russ. My bad. Not nasty Nate. We we apologize. <laughs>
3: Wait, how? Where did you get nasty Nate from? I'm I'm curious.
2: I, I don't know. I was drunk. Did you, did you watch Half Baked before you recorded the, the other episode? I was drunk.
4: <laughs> I I honestly I you know it was just one of those. It's, it's alliteration. It was there. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Things get mixed up. I didn't get in trouble for it. You did, Justin, so I don't have an issue. <laughs> but, you know, either way, I've learned deeper my ways.
2: And, you know, so, I mean, since that point, the the fuckets have been on this massive rise, and I think they're, there's going to be somebody that's going to have to take them down, but I don't think it's going to be just yet. They are gaining momentum as we speak, and I think the submission squad could be the ones that take them down but it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the hot young best friends because whether they work well as a cohesive unit uh, as all four of them, or whether there's going to be some tension on how everything's going to go down. And let's move on to the next match. Let's talk about the six way scramble. Bobby Beverly versus Flip Kendrick versus Davey Vega versus Colin Delaney versus Marion Fontaine versus Ty Colton who if believe made his debut at AIW last month yep. and this one, this match really sticks out to me because this is one of those there's not much implications this is the first time we've seen flips since Absolution this is Bobby after leaving Nixon last month Fontaine is normal Fontaine Colin Delaney has st- been starting at back at the bottom since losing the AIW championship Ty Colton new guy who knows what this guy's going to be made of and Davey Vega going back in the singles competition for right now until Matt Fitchett comes back so I'll start off the, the two people that I think are going to shine in this match is going to be Bobby Beverly and Colin Delaney these are two guys that it seemed to be Bobby after the whole match at Hell on Earth he has taken a claim to wanting to be the AIW absolute champion he didn't say it but just saying like he's about coming back and proving himself and I think Con Delaney too from losing the title and everything he's on his way and I think those two are going to clash and they're going to clash hard because they got the same goal and they're going down the same road fair
3: yeah. Um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah okay I'll go um, well uh, Justin making good points again um my input is um two words slippy shit i mean (laughs) let's be honest these matches they're like summer action movies they're mindless fun you know these are the matches you want to start off the show with start off hot and heavy you know you're bound to be entertained by these types of matches you know I, I I wish A I W had a six way fray scramble whatever you want to call it at every show Take it off every show six guys do tons of flippy stuff it'll entertain the crowd no doubt about it but um well um I think in, in this particular match um I want to touch on Ty Cohen a little bit um we saw him day last month against Colin Delaney it's a solid match but I believe this match this is his time to shine, to prove that he can hang with some of the best that AIW has to offer. You know, Bobby, he's been around a a while. Colin, a former absolute champion. Fontaine, Vega, Flip, you know, I mean, these are all well-known guys in AIW over the years. Ty, he's just new, and you know, if he proves himself in this match, then it, it proves that he can hang in AIW for the long run. And... And, and sorry to correct you, uh, Summers. Uh, Flip was actually, uh, he was involved in the latter match at um, August. It was an intense title, yeah, but...
2: Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah.
3: But, um, other than that, I agree with all points. It, it's going to be a fun match, and um, just with the fun of it, I'm going to say uh, Bobby takes it, because, you know, he's on a high point right now ever since um, how on Earth ever since he turned on Nixon. Um, it should be interesting to see what the aftermath of that is because we don't know what's going to happen now with Duke, Ricky Shane Page, or Eric Ryan. I mean, they're not advertised for the show, but uh, will they be there? Will they cause chaos? Will they get revenge on Bobby? Um, that's, these are some questions that should be thought of.
2: Well, you know, they do say there's no such thing as a nonviolent revolution.
4: They do. They do. Exactly what they say. Now, I'm going to actually correct you on another thing, too, Justin. You said this match doesn't have any implication. It's just six guys not going out to prove something. I disagree. It doesn't have any implication. You have Marion Fontaine, who was just the number one contender for the intense title. You have Bobby, who's a former intense champion. Flip, who was just an, I don't know if he's a former, I know he's a former tag champion. I don't think he's held the intense title, all right? Never actually held it. He's went for it multiple times, including in that ladder match. Colin, who is a former absolute champion. Davey Vega, who I think the fact that neither of you mentioned his name is an absolute travesty, and the fact that that man has, in my opinion, almost stolen the show on every card. He just barely gets one up by one or two matches every single time he's out there. And not only that, he thrives as far as seeing the show in scramble matches like this. i like to see more of Ty Colton. I think his match against Colin Delaney was way slept on at the last event, and I think it's going to be a lot better. So I wouldn't say there's no implication in this at all. I would say that, if anything, the winner of this should probably get the next shot at the intense title, whoever the intense champion may be, after Dead Presidents. Uh, I honestly would love to see Baby Vega go over in this match. I love Davey Vega. I think he's been working hard, despite a couple little setbacks here and there. I think that the guy, he, he's really shown that he has what it takes to go out there and put on a solid match every single time. It really comes down to it.
2: I think people slept on the whole Ty colton Colin delaney match because it wasn't advertised, and then all of a sudden we get surprised with this match and we get a su- surprise with the debut. It will just kind of like, What? And if this was, it would have been a match that would have been advertised, maybe there would have been a more reaction, maybe you had people who didn't know who Ty Colton was, like myself, could have looked him up seen something that find anything about him instead of just like, oh, this is what seems to be Colin Delaney versus a, a no-name. Just a complete no-name. So, I mean, that's why probably it was kind of slap on.
4: I think it was the penis type. I think the penis type might have held him back a little bit.
2: Oh, yes, the the penis type. I forgot all about those. How could you?
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, another quick point I want to make, actually. Uh, since Justin was talking about Davy Vega, um, going back a little earlier, as far as taking who's going to take the titles off of um, the Jollyville Fuckets, I, I think it's entirely possible that in 2014 that maybe the Sex Bombs, they make a triumphant uh, return to AIW, to their tag division, and maybe within time they could be the next tag team champs. I think they're actually overdue for it.
2: Here's the thing about the the tag team division. I've said it so many times on this show that AIW has one of the best tag team divisions. And I think you can make a case for any tag team here on why they should be a champion. And how valuable they would be as champion. And all the possibilities of them as champion. And how they could win the championship. So that being said, it is a great, great division. Like just within this four-way, you can make a case for any of them winning the tag team Todd. You can make a case for some of the wrestlers not advertised that are tag teams that are on the roster to win the titles, to get a shot at the titles. So yes, I, I mean I'm gonna agree with you. The sex foot bombs could be there, long overdue with the, the Matt Fitchett injury, and then now he's he's stepping away from AIW for right now for, from wrestling, so he can he can get his head straight before he comes back and we get the sex with bombs again. So anything's possible in this division, hands down.
3: Also, I think it's if AIW doesn't bring back the hooligans in 2014. I'm
2: just saying that. <laughs> I 100% agree with you, but then again, it's because I look like them. That is true. Um, but I have to support the family. They
4: might be in better
3: shape.
2: Hey, hey now, shut up. <laughs> hey, r- rounds of shape, okay?
4: Rounds a so shape, trust me. I'm pretty sure all of us know that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of us has any uh, leverage as far off first, talking about fitness goes. That's true. <laughs> so uh, let's, next match, let,
4: let's <laughs> next
2: let's match. let's talk about let's talk about a little bit of some fitness and some endurance. The okay. the best two out of three falls match where Michael Elgin is going to be in action. I mean, can can we talk about it? A W is not think, gonna talk about it, but we we can that, talk
4: about um, it. Um I don't know. Did you know what happened, Lucy? Alexander, was sure, because I can be able to be there. Um
3: I, are you asking, do I know what happened to Alexander and A
4: H? No, I don't know what happened with Alexander. Well no. I Alexander said on Twitter like two days ago, kinda quietly, and nobody really said anything about it. That the doctors aren't clearing him to wrestle and that he won't be able to wrestle again until next year. Oh
3: No, I I didn't actually see that tweet.
4: Yeah, it was a a very quick tweet. I didn't really see anybody saying anything about it. I haven't seen anything since. I just saw a tweet saying that the doctors aren't clearing him to wrestle because I know he got hurt. I don't know exactly what happened. He got hurt like a few months ago. And, yeah, he's not going to be able to be in the match as far as I know or from what I saw. I know we're not really supposed to talk about who it's supposed to be for other reasons, but, yeah, that's what I saw on Twitter. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I don't know. So, they never announced anything for AIW. I mean,
3: knowing AIW, it could just be Alexander pulling our chain here. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it, I, definitely I, a
4: possibility. I mean,
3: yeah, but um, for all intents and purposes, if Alexander can't do the match, well, I mean, uh, so it was a little disappointing, but, I mean, AIW, they are known for making up for it, bringing in usually a good replacement, except, <laughs> this one time, I'm not sure if either of you two were here for it, it was in, uh, 2010, it, um, they had a show, uh, it was like a, at a bar somewhere, um, as, uh, anyways, the main event was advertised as Johnny Gargano versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, it was going to be the first time ever match. Uh, I was on for it. I was going to go. Uh, and then Eddie Kingston, he had to pull out. And they replaced Kingston with Trick Davis. And Who? Trek, well... One, there you go. If you don't know who Trick Davis is, one good for you.
4: Oh no, I, I didn't hear what you said. But yeah, no, I've no idea oh, yeah. Trick Davis was Yeah.
3: Yeah, and just I I mean I haven't I, I think I've only seen wrestle once this year, but like especially back then, he just was not good and That to me was probably one of the most disappointing replacements AIW's ever come up with. And and then the funny thing is, AIW lost his footage for the main event of uh, Davis and Gargano for for that show. And then the next show, one of the next shows, they taped Gargano versus Davis again, um, like before the show actually happened on the pre show, and they just added that to the DVD release of the bar show. And I remember that. Match for the live crowd was just boring as hell. Not because it's Gargano, you know. He he tried, he tried his hardest, but just Trick Davis. He just not good.
4: So hopefully we don't get Trick Davis versus Mike Logan two out of three falls. But you're trying to tell me?
3: Exactly.
2: Could all right. Could we get Southside St. Clair? No, he does show up at almost almost every show that Colt's at. Okay. So, Southside St. Clair, Michael Elgin, best of three. I'll say. This. I say the match last I say the match lasts 30 seconds.
4: I personally would like to see if it's what it comes down to, make that intense title with Lyndon and Steen a three-way and put Elgin in there, and then you got yourself damn. a good time.
3: Oh damn. Uh, I think you want to see Lyndon dead.
4: If I if I was AIW, that's what I would do.
3: No, uh, I think realistically, I think uh, AIW's best option, unless they already have plans for him, I say just have Elgin and Ethan Page go at it. I mean, that's actually a fresh singles match. I mean, we saw them... And the J finals go at it a little bit, but two out of three falls between Elgin and um, All Ego. I, I that would be a great replacement, a great match.
4: Agreed.
2: I mean, with with this match, I think it, it remains to be seen. We won't know until the day of. I mean, there was kind of news that Ethan Page wasn't going to be at the last show either. Yeah, but,
3: but he, he, now nah, he's going to be at the show. I'm almost ninety nine percent sure about
2: that. So I think, but when it comes down to we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Just because. Of the certain issues that kept uh, Ethan Page, Silesia, and Josh Alexander away the last time, I think, just quite possibly without blatantly saying it, I think this could be just to ensure that they don't have that problem again. But if it is true, I mean, if it's true, it's true. If it's not, it's not.
4: Yeah, I I understand what you're saying, and that's kind of where I'm at on it. I'm... Assuming that he wouldn't put it up as he could wrestle in 2014, or he couldn't, or like you said it could just be uh, ensuring things happen. Situations. Great,
2: and let's and let's move on to our next match. And I think it's it is about time we talk about it. Let's talk about Gregory Iron's wide open challenge, part two. Uh, let's go back to part one.
3: Matt. Hack- since we were
2: all there, this is greatest great- moment of my life.
3: Matt Ackle. Gregory <laughs> Iron. That match needs to happen ASAP, whilst I'm boykiting, fuck, I, I'm giving up on AIW. They don't
4: do gonna that. you are going to give up on AIW if you don't get it.
3: Pull the trigger, Chandler.
2: I wish I would have pulled out my cell phone and started recording when this thing happened and just got a nice close-up of Hackle.
4: But did because... you a picture of him being pissed on the outside that, uh, I want to say Wayne Palmer took the uh... The, the pissed off hackle look yelling at Greg from behind the behind the iron curtain.
3: <laughs>
4: uh,
3: I, I love Pedro's reaction. He's just like he's trying to get Greg to just shut up because he he I I think Pedro was literally like afraid that Hackle was gonna jump the guard rail and just get his ass kicked.
4: I I think he would have kicked Greg's ass. Oh, dude. <laughs> I think Hard, hackle, hardcore Hackle. Hackle works out a lot. I see I see the, Hackle the roller? working out a lot more than Greg says he's working out. Oh, and I yeah. I don't know. Good point. He does
3: post on Facebook every day. And I'm going to the gym. I hope it's a good workout.
4: I will say like, he really does. I, I've hung out with him multiple times and we'll be at the bar. I'll have one beer, and I'll be like, are you going to drink anymore? He's like, no, I'm going to go work out in a minute. And then he just leaves the bar and goes to work out at, like, 3 in the morning.
3: Oh, no, I believe it. I believe it. I
2: don't know. I'm a friend of him on Facebook. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, if
3: you were, literally every other status is either, hey, I'm going to the gym, I hope it's a good workout, or I start work at the Fox and Hound at a certain time, hope work goes smooth, and it's all about making the money. Literally every.
2: Oh yeah, buddy. I don't know. I mean, I I I used to be his friend, but I mean, that's a that's a whole different can of worms we don't need to get into right here. But Greg and his open challenge. Will Hackle really try? Oh yeah, his wide open challenge. Yeah, wide open. Will Hackle try one more time?
3: Absolutely.
4: You believe he will?
2: Dustin, you got the inside scoop. Has has he been been ready uh, for this? Hackle has
4: been talking a lot less about this wide open challenge. Uh, We did give Hackle a lot of shit based on the fact that he said he was going and he never went. We told told him, like, why not? He said the bodyguards wouldn't let me. I said, Hackle, if you really wanted to get in there, you would have gotten in there said, who's going to stop you? Big Justice, Ben Boone, who's going to stop you? And he wasn't having it. Didn't go.
2: Oh, and Joey, Joey Vincent.
4: Joey Vincent. And, uh, did I miss somebody? I missed, uh, fed Yeah. They, you know, I I think that I told Hackle, just go through him. I said, if you can beat up Greg Iron, you could definitely beat up Ben Boone. <laughs> I just started to say him. If you can beat up Greg Iron, you should be able to beat up Ben Boone. There's no reason for you to pick on somebody if you can't get through somebody to get to that somebody. And that's what I told him. So we'll see if he does it. I will say that there were a few other people trying to jump the rail, but they weren't really letting it go. Some little girl slipped through the cracks, got in the ring, and what she deserved. But... I don't know. I was hoping that Juicy would maybe jump over the rail and turn up to Greg for, (laughs) you know, being the way he is, or maybe even you, Justin, jumping over and getting a little bit of revenge for VEDA, but you didn't do anything for VEDA. I personally just sat back and relaxed.
3: Uh, uh, Hell no. I'll be busy selling merchandise. Oh, yeah, that's
4: right. Selling merchandise.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Cheap plug there. Cheap pop gimmick table returning. Buy some $5 DVDs. Yeah. And you know...
2: You know, if, if Hackle does really try to accept this challenge one more time, you know we are at the two year anniversary. I mean Pat, you brought up um, Yeah, oh I, Night, I know where you're getting Nightmare, before, oh. Nightmare before X Nightmare before X Miss what number was that? Yeah, I know where you're Five. Five. And uh Dave Four. Christ.
0: One of the scariest things I've
2: ever seen. Attacking Corey, which, truth be told, that was my second AIW um, show, and Corey was the only person I really knew. And then when he got attacked, I was like, oh, I better make some friends now. Yeah.
4: It was was terrifying. What were you? It was was
2: crazy. It was crazy. It's crazy. It's it's sad that the the footage of that will never Mm -hmm. see the light of day. I've heard, but I've never seen, but I've heard it's on YouTube somewhere. Maybe it's someone taping it and put up there. I had heard that it's on there, but I've never found it. Well, never I'm gonna go it. on
3: YouTube right now and type in um, "Jake first punts a fan." I was gonna
4: see if it. No, it was up. Dave.
3: Uh, was it? Was it Dave?
4: I thought it yeah. was Dave. I mean, it would make more sense to me, Dave. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Dave. Uh,
3: okay, I'll, I'll 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 try both. Let's see. Uh, nothing for Dave and. Uh, nothing for Jake. Actually, the first thing that comes up is Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker reunited for Rush Hour 4. Okay, that's kind of odd. Um, but that, no, no footage of... It's nothing I could find yet. I'll try again later. You know,
4: if, if people can find it, I'd love to see it because it was, it was one of those moments like, holy shit, that was terrifying because I literally thought the kid had died because he rolled in the ring. and As soon as he rolled in, he got stomped and fell. And then you looked at him and he had a mark, just top of his head to bottom of his face. Just and
2: he, he got a concussion.
4: Yeah.
3: I imagine he did. And,
2: and Oh, no, he did.
3: Yeah, I, I believe it.
2: I talked to him a couple days after that. He said he didn't remember anything about the show. And the fun part is he tried to sue AIW, which You're how true. how how dumb can you be? Really.
3: Now, he hasn't been back since,
2: right? No. No. No.
3: Okay.
2: I have. I. had heard from from Doan at one point that he was going to come back in a mask. <laughs> Seriously, like he was going to come back to the show and wear a mask. Because he's actually supposedly been banned from AIW, but now, as far as I've been told, Doan's not even allowed to come to AIW anymore, but that's just a. That's just. I don't know.
3: Yeah, that's a different can kind of worms, but. All of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, what he can you do, you know, I mean, shit happens, you know, and like like you said, it was kind of dumb of him to try to sue AIW, I mean, it was his own fault, you know, he was drunk, he did a stupid thing, uh, he got kicked in the head, and uh, I mean, I don't want to sound like an asshole and say I don't feel sorry for him, I mean, it sucks that he got concussed, but you know, in the end, uh, it was his own decision, you know.
4: You think, know, okay, if well,
2: I've, if, I I think he entered the ring because supposedly Dave Chris told him to. Well, yeah, but well, like here's,
4: the, you know, no, but here's, he here's the ironic, him too. He didn't tell him to. He said, "Hey, if you think you can do better, get in here and show me you can do better." And he got in there and didn't do better. Yeah, that's exactly what Dave said. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you know, exactly, he didn't say. He didn't say, "Hey, come on in." He said, "If you think you can do better, come in here and show me you can do better." And he, and that's what I think makes this wide open challenge crazy because it's happened before in A.W. where somebody tries to get in the ring or it's happened where, I mean, Eddie Kingston throwing chairs at people in the crowd, Dickinson throwing things at people in the crowd. I mean, it, it has gotten to the point in some A.W. shows where there is a volatile between wrestler-fan interaction and at an AIW show when a wrestler says, hey, anybody will try to come and try to kick my ass? Come try to kick my ass. There there's people in the crowd who will do it. There are people in the crowd who have been picked on. There are people in the crowd who have been, had things thrown at them, had things done to them, been spit at, been everything. There, there's, there are people in the crowd who legitimately want to get in there and beat the shit out of some of these guys just because of the way that they've been treated, or because of the way that they treat the wrestlers and things like that. And I think that's what makes this wide open challenge as interesting as it is.
2: I think with your explanation, it added to where I was going to go with it, and it kind of brought it full circle. Because with this wide open challenge, it is very similar to every, everything we you know with we were talking about. But Hackle has had the same opportunities before. He's been. Challenge to come into the ring and fight, fight or whatever, Greg, even after the show, and Hackle doesn't do it. Does that make Hackle smarter than the last person who tried to do it? It might. Because he's smart enough to know he got a concussion for trying it, and he's kind of like, yeah, I ain't doing that.
4: I will say- unless,
2: unless, unless Unless it's a... F- I want to say, like, a fair fight because basically Corey tried to. As soon as he, like, hit the, the apron, he got attacked. Yeah. Maybe, like, Hackle's smart enough to know, like, no, I'm getting in the ring and then we'll do it.
4: That's he, what he says. And I will say, uh, I know Hackle has never actually fought Greg, but there was one time after a show where I physically had the whole Hackle back, and this was around when this whole thing between him and Greg started. And I thought it was Mm -hmm. kind of just a joke with Hackle, but Hackle was legitimately pushing me away and trying to fight through me. And I mean, Hackle, despite what he looks like, is a pretty strong guy. I mean, even though he says, Oh, I work out and people make fun of it, he does work out. He is, I mean, he's not as big as I am. I can obviously restrain him, but he was, he was literally pushing me away, trying to get at me. He was, he was trying to get in the ring and, I just didn't I didn't expect him to be fighting as hard as he was. So I will say he's tried okay. to, but you know, people have I, always I, been around to stop him.
2: I could be opening a can of worms here, but this is legitimately how I I view the whole thing. Just because you work out doesn't mean you know how to fight. That's true. That that's the thing. If he was working out at say strong style, you know, he was learning yeah. boxing, kickboxing Martial arts, and you know, work okay. I'm going to be afraid, but just working on. I mean, I mean, like I said, that could be a whole other can of worms that we're we're digging way into this deeper than we probably should. But let's let's get back to the open challenge as is. Hackle is obviously our number one pick of who we want to see. But what if, and I proposed this question uh, last time, what if it's somebody from the back?
3: You know what, I did see Jock Sampson, he he posted a Facebook status saying, hey, I want to fight Greg Iron, so maybe um, that could be an indication that Jock wants to accept the invitation, and, you know, and, hey, I always love me some Jock Sampson and AIW, um, I don't think he was there at last month's show, actually, no, you Yeah, he know. wasn't, so I say, yeah, Iron and Sampson, go for it.
2: I don't think we've seen um, Jock since...
3: Since August.
2: Yes. I mean, technically we've seen him in uh, one of the videos for this event, but not as a wrestler. I mean, Jock, I think Jock's on my list of people, but obviously if you see more of Veda, Mm. is Veda going to try to want to prove herself that she... She can be better than Greg.
3: I don't see it happening Ah. right now. I see this building up for a couple months, and I think it could could go all the way to absolution next year. Iron versus Veda, you know. If it's done right, then it could be one of the best feuds in AIW in a while.
2: But Veda is going to be there. We can't forget that. She is. She is.
3: She'll be involved some way, but I don't see a match between her and Iron happening just yet.
4: I agree with that. I don't see a match quite yet. I mean, what about... I mean, we talked about the Canadians. Ethan Page will be there. Ethan Page needs to get a win on his record. He needs to, he needs to be able to do it on national DVD. We saw him beat Shima. Queen. I think that he would be a great person to come in. Or if, like I said, if Alexander's not there. What about Elgin? What if Elgin decides, hey, I'm sick of you running your mouth. He comes out there, and I don't think Greg would be very happy to see Elgin coming at him.
3: Uh, I don't think anyone would be happy to see Elgin coming at them. Anyone.
4: It's, it's terrifying.
3: I mean, just seeing this big, jacked-up mullet guy coming at you, Wanting to kill you, I'd be running for my life.
2: That's... Uh, yeah, I am i don't know. I'm still kind of on... I mean, obviously, Veda's my answer for everything, so...
4: Ah, uh, fair. And I, I'm not saying Veda wouldn't be an option. I just think that... I think right now is not the time.
3: Perhaps she, she might try to accept the invitation, but maybe Iron won't have any of it. Yes. It could be a matter of him saying, like, you know, my time, like, in my own time, you know?
2: So you're saying, my time, my time, my time is time? Not looking back till we had enough? Maybe he you. doesn't know what trouble is? We got you. Games, politics, okay, anyway. Um... Let's get into I mean you mentioned Ethan Page and Ethan Page and Lewis Linden came out and attacked Kevin Steen and Johnny Gargano after their match last month. And we have the match that was oddly challenged by the champion. The intense title match of Lewis Linden versus Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen is I, I love him. I, I mean can, can we all agree on that? He's pretty awesome.
4: I agree. Yes.
2: He's a he's a zoo enthusiast, right, Pat?
4: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> he's friends with Pat Lucy. They're friends. If you watch the juicy escapades, they're friends.
2: I don't I don't I don't watch the juicy escapades because Pat's never listened to my show, but technically he's not. At, by the end of this, he's going to listen to half a show, so maybe I'll watch half an episode.
3: Well, well, alright, I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, at least watched the half with Kevin Steen on him because he makes the episode and got me to 100 views. Yeah! And all he did was argue with the little kid dressed up as a banana, but it was gold. So, and I'm glad that can make the escapade.
2: but anyway back to the match Lewis Lyndon Kevin Steen Lewis Lyndon has has another guy who's been on a roll and it almost seems like he could be writing a check his ass can't cash but will we see Ethan Page in this match or i mean obviously we're going to see him pop his head either in this match or the other half of the people of the match that he interfered on.
4: Yeah.
2: Possibility. Because I think, I think Ethan Page and Lewis Linden have this really good team. Not like a tag team, but just two people working together who have gone through some of the same stuff about being overlooked. Uh, And Lewis Linden winning here is big on his resume. And, you really, how do, how do I put this? It's just, he's been on a roll for a while, but beating Kevin Steen will triple his momentum. It'd be,
4: be awesome. I think I mean, it's carry outside of AIW, and that's, I think maybe the biggest thing that Lyndon hasn't been able to do yet is find that way to become something bigger. Like, find a way into an ROH, or find a way in the PWG, or find a way to cement him spot in a main event on some other roster besides just AIW's roster, I think beating Kevin Dean will definitely make a stock a little bit more, raise it a little bit more, and maybe finally people take notice of what he's been able to do and the type of matches that he's had and put him into another... Maybe even get him a couple of places he's never been before. Uh,
3: McGray on all points, again. Um, see, Lewis, I think in his mind, he wanted this match because, you know... like you were saying earlier, Justin, him and all you go, they feel like they've been overlooked, and to an extent, I think Lewis is right. I think he has been overlooked for, for a long time now. And uh, when Lewis lose a draw, uh, this is Lewis's um, biggest match to date, and he needs to go in with 110%, proving that he can hang with the best in professional wrestling today. And there's really no better opponent for him than Kevin Steen to prove that against. And, and but personally, I hope Steen wins because that means we see Steen more in AIW next year, and, and you know, that, that's always a good thing. And, and honestly, I don't think it isn't entirely out of the realm. of Possibility that being, I, I think he, he has a chance of winning the intense title. I mean, it was last month at AAW, the day after AIW, he went in, it was his first match in the company, and he wins the uh, absolute title. I mean, not the, he wins the AAW heavyweight title. And then it was the show before that match. last, he comes in the AIW first show, he wins the absolute title. So now, with that, anything is possible, no? We could see Kevin Steen walk out the intense division champion.
2: I believe it. I believe too. I mean, especially, yeah, he wins more Kevin Steen. Who would not love that? Except for the one guy at the last show who picked a fight with Kevin Steen and it was by far the funniest thing I'd ever fucking seen besides Hackle trying to get in that the ring. That was rain. awesome. What
3: it over like a hot dog or something? Uh,
4: all stable, no. Like, guys, it on the ground or something. I asked Steen about it. I asked him, I said, why? Like, what did that guy say that pissed you off or whatever? I guess when AIW announced that Kevin Steen would be on hell on earth, this guy said that if Kevin Steen is going to be a regular in AIW, he might just stop going. He doesn't like Kevin Steen, doesn't get Kevin Steen, doesn't understand why Kevin Steen gets the popularity he does and why he gets what he does and it doesn't make any sense. So Kevin Steen of course just did some wrestling fan and he made a couple jokes at his expense and was on his way and didn't really think much of it and then guess leading up to the show the guy kept saying some things and then when Kevin Steen walked out there, the guy something to him and in Steen's mind it clicked, this is the guy and Steen just kinda has it out with him right there and then I guess he'd said things about how Steen Steen's not in shape to be a wrestler, Steen's not this, Steen's not that and Kevin Steen obviously do it pretty well and he did take guy's hot dog and throw it on the ground so you know the guy lost the hot dog you know
2: I don't I don't I don't get people's logic like that and this is oh, actually another you see- this hold on hold on hold on I'm, I know what you're gonna you're talking about and I'm gonna get to that it's actually another it's another point of like I'm gonna give Hackle credit Hackle doesn't like Greg he did not say shit like that to AIW he's, <laughs> he is smart enough to know I'm a fan I can boo you if I want I can say whatever to you that I want I'm gonna let it be that and he's gonna pay his money and he's gonna have a good time. And Dustin, since I know you're going to go there, yes. I am the exact same way with Tim fucking lame ass dance. But I don't say, if you keep, I don't freaking tell them, yeah, they keep looking at him, I'm not going to show up. He's a weird looking latchkey kid and just looks weird as fuck. No, n- no. I mean, I mean, granted that's true, but I'm not going to boycott the show. I will be the only one sometimes in the crowd that says he sucks. Everybody does a Tim fucking dance chant. I'm going to add sucks in there. If I'm the only one, I'm the only one. Means I'm standing out. If I'm not, I'm not. I'll, I I paid my money. I'm gonna sit there. I'm gonna live tweet and I'm gonna yell. Yeah, don't yeah, you will. People you will. No. don't be a fucking stupid fan and say you're gonna boycott because you don't like the person. If you don't like the person, boo them. Cheer for the other person. I'm talking slow because just in case this person is listening or someone who knows this person wants to let him listen, don't be a fucking idiot.
3: In other words, don't be another Gary Oxide. Yeah, he's the one the superior, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Oh my god, no. That was
4: hilarious. I just, I don't understand some people I think that there's I don't know it's, I was having the conversation now I'm completely tangenting off about there's between a fan a mark and a smart mark and I don't like using any of those words except for fan if you're a fan you're a fan just because you know wrestling lingo doesn't mean that you're any better than any other fan or something like I just think there's there's people who know wrestling there's people who know outside of wrestling there's people who know both and there's uh there's some wrestling fans who even outside of going to shows all their life is, is wrestling. And I'm not saying that there hasn't been times where I'll sit for days and do nothing but watch wrestling, because I will. But that's just me saying, it's not me... I have many ventures outside of wrestling. There's things I do outside of wrestling all the time. I think that there's the difference between those things can start to get a little too heavy on any on side. And I just... I don't like the... I don't like the word mark. I don't like the word smart. I don't like the word smart mark. I don't like... Because I feel like there's like a stigma to it. And people say it like... Russell will call a fan of Mark because... Oh, he deals this way about a certain wrestler or this way about a certain company that they shouldn't feel for some reason. And I just... I, I hate those words. They're just... Like, it's, just a, it's a weird stigma to them, and I don't like being called either of those. I think of myself as just a fan, and what I do outside of those shows, or who I see outside of those shows, or what I know about wrestling outside of those shows shouldn't have anything to do with how I enjoy the show.
2: I think, I mean, we're getting to a different different topic, but I can I mean, I, this could be a whole different other show, but I think those words, I mean, smart, uh, should I mean, a mark, a smart mark, smart wrestling fan, whatever, I, I mean, I understand what you're saying about the stigmas to them, but I believe there's there, there's also I think a lot of fans actually embrace some of those words. Like for example, Mark. I mean, granted, Mark the it's 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 a very much a carny term in where it originated from. But a lot of times I will say I'm a, I'm a Mark for something. Well, I'm a 100%. Batman Mark. But no, but um, what I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is I mean there's, I got a whole spiel on some of stuff and it, it's kind of like owning it because I know people who don't like to use the word period. And I'm like, oh, you're a TNA Mark. And they'll, they'll, they, they try to like like I remember what I said to one friend and he was like, oh, I hate that word. And I'm like, no, it just means you're a fan of something. Like you, that's I mean you, I'm a WWE Mark. That's what I am. I don't care. It's, I really like WWE. I don't hate TNA, but just like that's th- something I'm about. I'm a. I've always said I'm a Ghostbusters Mark. Cause I love Ghostbusters. But when when the term gets used within within wrestling, you know, I'm I'm willing to say when Dolph Ziggler cashing his money in the bank, I mark the fuck out. Well, I don't care what I know. I, I mark the fuck out. And you get the whole thing of okay, if you're you know you root for John Cena, you're a Mark. If you root for CM Punk, you're a Smart Smart Wrestling fan. Here, here's my thing about the, those two words. This world is not always black and white there's a gray area and i believe there's a third term and i believe smart wrestling fan a smart has been misdefined for a while it's it's not meaning the right thing because okay a mark is someone who just you don't know any better you you just enjoy the product for what it is Mm. it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just that's that's who you are but if you're someone who you know grew up around it and everything yes you are a smart wrestling fan but there's a middle ground there's the middle ground of people who grew up on wrestling and think the product should be tailored around what they believe and how they think and I call those people snarks. Snarky, smart wrestling fans. But that's yeah. like I said, that's just a whole different topic and rant. Anyways, that's
4: next match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get back to
2: the. Let's let's we'll do the. Let's those. get on we'll to do the a next one. Smart, smart,
4: smart, 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 smart <laughs> wrestling fan podcast another day.
2: Something like that. Uh, let's let's get into this one. Uh, Cole Cabana making his yearly presence known in AIW. And he's going up against Tracy Smothers. Win, lose, or draw between these two. The real winner is us. Because this match is going to be amazing, and I'm not talking about the Smothers Daughters on the outside. I'm talking about the product that would be in this. I mean, the only way this match could probably be any better, and I'm, I'm being very serious, if you were to add Chuck Taylor and Marion Fontaine and make it a four-way.
3: Oh my god, there. that would be amazing. And uh, my prediction for this match is that the match itself goes about uh, 30 minutes and 30 seconds, but then we have 40 minutes of promo between Cole and Tracy before the actual match. And I am perfectly alright with that.
2: Don't forget about the dance. Dancing. There will be dancing. And, and dancing.
3: Oh yeah, there will be a dance off, one way or another. There will, there will be a dance off. Who knows? Uh, Colt Bannon, he cut a promo saying he's going to bring a
4: bear with him. Um, he did. Yeah, he did. And uh, bear. can't control that, bears.
2: Well, well, he is from Chicago, and there's bears. a lot of bears from that area. Yeah.
4: There's our there's our godless killing machines. Except for last night, I don't know what happened to bears. But I'm going to send that Bears are killing machines. But, <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, he's bringing a bear. some this... Summers. I don't think you're understanding them. <laughs>
2: are we talking about a grizzly bear? He's Tiger, bear, uh, but he
4: doesn't want to fight Crazy Mother. because Crazy mothers is crazy, and he knows that he's crazy because he wrestled a bear once. And what kind of person wrestles a bear that is sane? That's what Colcabanda said today. He announced it today. He's bringing a bear. So we he also Kolkabana? he also said yeah. he also said that it's going to be twenty five minutes of talking, and then maybe a match afterwards. No, I, I, that's I'm what th- said. I'm
3: sticking with my tradition of forty minutes. Um, 40, 40, minutes forty minutes
4: 40. of talking, then a half hour match afterwards. That's what you're saying. Half half hour match. That's that's a what long You, said, right? you think you said a half hour match afterwards?
3: No, no, I said. A 30 minute
4: match. A 30 what? A 30, what? No, 30, a 30, 30 minute 30 30 match? Seconds. Oh, a 30 second match. I thought you said a 30 minute match.
3: No, I got minutes, it. That makes more sense. 30, no way. I mean, God. A 30 minute Iron Man match between Banner and Gracie Mothers. I'd watch it. Oh, yeah. I would have watched you,
4: apparently
3: because I don't the like, first 20, my five minutes of it is when I'm talking and dancing. True, take it. So yes, it will be like the entertaining match. If the world is gonna end this year, then this is a good way to go out. Tracy's mother's Colt Cabana, Tracy's daughter's a bear. Throw the kitchen sink
2: in it. Why not? Oh, it's... This was one of the first matches announced for a reason because it just pretty much set the tone. And this, these two, like I said, no matter who wins, the real fan, winners will gonna be us fans. I've loved every match I've seen with Colt live. I've loved every match I've seen with Tracy live. And putting them together, it's going to be just as great. And like I said, the only way to make it better is if you had Fontaine and Chuck Taylor, but still, I mean, even that match two years ago was amazing, and I think this is going to be up to the same level. Just pure comedy genius in the ring.
3: Are either of you two attending the Colt Cabana, Murray DeRosa comedy show, The night Award? Plan
4: on it. I well, do, too. I mean, plan on it to uh, spend on my money situation. I mean,
3: you know, they're pretty much advertising it as $5 wrestling, but for $10.
4: bucks. <laughs> you are paying the other $5 to see the other guys.
3: Yeah, well, good point. But, um, I mean yeah, no,
4: to, 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 let uh, me talk, Lucy. All right, all right, go ahead. Anyways, so Colin's going to be there. We know that. Colin's going to be at the comedy show, doing whatever Colin believes I am doing. Funny guy. I expected things out of it. Uh, and then I don't know if everybody else picked up on it, but again, me just kind of watching random things here and there. The uh, promo for Col- Colt Cabana put out to talk about the show, he said Kevin Steen. I don't know if Kevin Steen's actually going to be there, but he mentions Kevin Steen. I don't know if he's just mentioning him for the show, the DAW show, or if he's mentioning him also for the comedy comedy show, but I think that Kevin Teen could be a pretty funny guy. So I think that you'd have those three things. You'd have uh comedy wrestling commentary that is gonna be doing. You'll get Colin Delaney being funny somehow, some way. So Kevin Teen being funny somehow some way. I think if you're coming from out of town, come a day early and just go to a comedy show in a pretty cool part of Cleveland too. I don't know if I've ever been to West Park. So it's a pretty cool nice little part of Cleveland, a couple bars in the area, it's a good time to hang out, I'm sure other people will be there. Um no
3: yeah you made good point. um as far as another guest for the show I I think it's entirely possible that perhaps Chris Hero might show up because I I remember it was the first live $5 wrestling show during WrestleMania weekend. Hero was one of the first guests to come on and to get commentary. And I I believe him and Cole were still pretty good friends, you know. Uh, You know, and maybe Hero is traveling with Cole to the show, you know, for AIW. And um, actually, I I think he's doing like a seminar too, isn't he, with Mega Championship Wrestling? Uh, Yeah, he's
4: doing, doing, I believe it's on Friday morning before the show. Even, I think?
3: Yeah, so maybe Cole. Will, I mean, Chris Zero, he might be in town the night before, with will stop in, you know, mm-hmm. as like a surprise, you know, come on and do some, some commentary and some bad matches.
4: Well, I mean, despite it being a Colt Caban comedy show, it is still being quoted by AIW, and we all know, can't really, can't really particularly come out of an AIW, anything. Yep, uh that's
3: a good point, but second thing I want to bring up, um, in a, in a more negative light, uh, I don't plan on t- attending the show at all, it's just, it's not a money thing, it's, well, I attended the $5 wrestling show at Wrestlemania weekend this year. Uh, I was there with my good buddy Big Ben Ward. I hope he's watching from England. Listening to England. I'm watching. Let's put this on, on YouTube. Like, like, like the YouTube no. details is. Hey? Now, uh, I hope he's listening. Um, anyways, uh, I'm there with him, uh, Lisa, and Alex, and we all, I remember, kind of a uh, uh, cohesive um, thought that we just didn't like the show.
4: So and it was the $5 wrestling brand. That wasn't the uh, comedy, yeah, but it's
3: gonna be the the comedy
4: commentary. No,
3: no, it was the com- no, no, they did the live commentary. They showed five matches on the big screen. Uh, okay, so
4: it Larry. was like it's going to be a thing. All right. Yeah, and uh,
3: there was one no, live was it just that funny
4: or it was it just hard to watch?
3: No, wait. Um, wait, what was the question again? Was
4: it just that funny or was it just hard to watch?
3: Um, well, it was a combination of things. Um, well, the bad wrestling. It was pretty bad. Now, I'll give them credit. But the thing is, they literally told some of the same jokes they did in the previous years. And, you know, I, I watched them and it just, it just it was disappointing, you know. And uh, what I hated was it was the first 5 all. Or live show. No, they interact well with the uh, people who attended because there was like only 50 or so, maybe 100. Uh, this one, there's like a couple hundred, you know, and they just didn't really interact with anyone, after, except for this one really drunk guy who just like, it wasn't intentional. He, he got up and he was like walking all over the place, walking in front of the big screen. He was like, some dude from England. And like, I remember Ben, after the show, he's like, uh, that dude gave gives us British people a bad name. And, and like, I, I, it was like Marty, like, he ran over to the guy, he was getting another drink, he like interviewed him saying, oh, what's the prediction for Rock and Zina? No, that, that was the funny part. But, the uh, the show itself, the commentary, even though Kevin Seaman was on commentary that night, it just really wasn't funny. And, again, it was just repetitive. He told Saint jokes as he did last year, and, uh, and honestly, I'm, I'm just afraid that they're gonna do it again for this show, and I, I don't even know if taping it. I don't, I mean, that doesn't matter to me. Either. But, yeah, so, I don't really have any initial plans on seeing the show. I'm not sure it'll be fun, you know, but, uh, I, myself, I don't feel the need to go, uh, to the show. I'm I'm, I'm pretty
2: sure it's gonna I'm pretty sure it's gonna be no worse than seeing Daniel Tosh live so. oh
3: hey don't, Dan, no, I don't, don't go there Daniel Tosh live that was one of the best experiences I've ever had
2: Don't. I've seen him live I've seen him live and you wanna talk about repetitive jokes one month later for the Comedy Central his next Comedy Central special it was the exact same jokes I heard and I went it's supposed oh to be. you're boring now
4: no that's what it's supposed to be you do a, you do a comedy show and you take it on the road and then if you do a comedy special you just take that same show you do on the road and you put I'm thinking that's what every comedian does.
2: Uh, I got two words for you. Gabriel Iglesias. See him live, it's amazing. I'm sure. He does, he does He does. what Kevin Smith does live. They pretty much tell stories, except for Gabriel Iglesias is more more funnier, and he says a lot of his jokes are like, no, they legitimately happen. He's just telling you stories. He's not really telling you jokes. But anyway, <clears throat> I just had to throw that out there because I know Pat loves Daniel Tosh, and I've seen him live before, and I really thought it was overrated. <clears throat> it was almost Dane Cook level. Uh, now, that
3: that's
4: being a little harsh, I think. Oh I've been following Daniel Tosh since, like, Two thousand and what to I went to like his like DVD or CD. 2000 and, uh, Story, I think in two so thousand and three, I think. I've been around Daniel Ash for like ten years. I don't know. I think he's hilarious.
2: Go back and watch his not his comedy Central presents when he pe- appeared on Premium Blend. He was horrible. He got better, but then eh, just, anyway, we're getting into too much comedy. Let's let's it's actually so let's, let's, let's 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 continue with comedy and talk about that guy that everybody loves so much, uh, Tim Donst. Ah. He is going up against former trainer of his, a man returning to the indie scene or who has been on returning to the indie scene. The last. Round record I think I seen of his was like six and seven or seven and eight, something like that. And that is Cassius Oh no, I mean Chris Hero. What are you guys thinking about this match? <laughs>
4: I think this is a match of the night beginning to end. I think that the first time between the two of them, I think Tim Dodson is going to want to show Chris Hero everything he's learned since Chris has been gone. And I just think it's going to be, it's going to be a, it's going to be a wrestling, it's going to be a wrestling match. It's going to be a pure wrestling match. So it's going to be awesome beginning to end. That's what I Yeah. Think. Um,
3: no, I remember it was a couple weeks after, like maybe a week after he got released. I asked John, like, Hey, do you think you ever to Chris Hero? He's like, no, I don't think it's going to happen. Like out of my price range. Something along those terms, I guess. But it was like two weeks later, uh, they both this match, and you know he basically said right timing. So I mean that's good. And as for the match itself, I totally agree with Justin. Match of the night is gonna be all out wrestling here. You know, uh, gonna Kero, he's gonna bring his map um, wrestling skills, and Kiro he's gonna bring his he's gonna bring his elbow pad. I hope he does a golden elbow pad and maybe knock him the fuck out. I, I know you would love to see that, Justin.
2: Oh, words words do not describe how how much I want to see that. I, I wanted to see him lose to Hutter twice in a row, but I, uh, Don's got lucky, I guess. I mean, everybody's uh, bound to get a little bit of luck—a blind horse will eventually find water, type thing. I, I'm looking forward to this match uh, to see Chris Hero, and well, and Chris Hero kicked Tim Don's ass. I will, and once again, I will probably be the only one in the crowd saying that Tim Don sucks. Maybe I don't know. This is, this is the Christmas show. We always get more fans around this time because hey, it's Christmas.
4: I don't. I think that it's going to be pretty split. I not that I think we're going to get a hotter type split crowd, but I mean, I don't think I think it'll be more like the whole Shima Ethan Page where it was pretty split. Versace uh, both of the guys crowd wasn't really against anybody, wasn't really for anybody. They just knew it would be a good match, so they just respected it. I think that's what we're going to get. I think we're going to get a very split. We're going to get a very neutral crowd that for both people. And I think that's normally when people kind of shy because there's nobody really fueling any negativity. I think it's just going to be a big. It's a gonna be a positive experience for
2: everybody. Whoa, 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 except, whoa. Of course for you. N- I say nobody's gonna be showing negativity, well, guess, except yeah. for maybe you.
0: You know, you don't do
3: it right now, but I, one of these days you're gonna have to fully explain me why you hate him, Don. I am very curious about that.
2: He just does not like him. I, well, I could actually, I could tell you what it is. Well, it's basically know. when I became when when I became a fan, he was going up against Gargano. Yeah. And then just just from that moment on, I
3: didn't like him. I mean, like, what about him right now? Don't you like?
2: I don't look like. I don't like that he looks like an ugly latchkey kid that. He has a beard that actually looks worse than mine. When, when he when he tries to grow one, um, I, I don't want to say he's retarded because that's I don't like to use that word. Um, he looks like an idiot sometimes, and people love the fact that they could just yell "fucking" in the middle of his name. Hmm, not impressed. anybody. I mean, I, I think he's proved over
3: his AI to be why he's earned the moniker Tim Begon. I mean, I mean, uh, you, haven't, you haven't said
2: H- how does I how does one how does one earn a moniker of fucking? I
3: mean, he it in the ring. Man. Except
2: except. In porn, except in porn. When you can really learn earn the moniker fucking
3: I mean he proves he, he time in and time out. He's one of the best in AIW right now. He can go in, he can draw with the likes of Mickey Knuckles and Madman Pondo, or have a Matt classic the likes of Johnny Gargano or you no know, at any one of the stores, you know? I mean
2: Oh go up against Mickey Knuckles and Addie Star. Ooh. <laughs>
3: I, I mean, you haven't said anything bad about his In I skills. I mean, I mean be honest, do you think In ring he's all that bad? Or do you not just like In as first?
2: I don't think AIW has anybody that's a bad wrestler. If they do, they kind of get rid of him or don't use them anymore. I mean, I can give him credit for his accomplishments, but I still think he He is the the Beatles of AIW. People love him, but he is overrated.
4: Ouch. I'll say this. I think the fucking comes, I think it's, and the reason that he uses it in AIW so heavily is because it adds, adds an intensity to his name, and being A.I.W. intensity is a huge thing in that company. And I think that he has shown that he can bring intensity to anything, and he just has a certain certain power behind it. And I think that's why they use yes as much as they do. I don't think that people just like to scream it. I think it. I know personally, it's more of a, like, that fucking guy, like, you know, like, if somebody just does something, they fucking crazy. You say fucking, like, you just have that, like, what this is type situation. I that's what the same fucking dance is a little more prevalent. As compared to where you see him in a Chikara, where it's not that he's not an intense character in Chikara, but he's not the same type of intense character in Chicago.
2: You know, how do I put this? It's just... My relationship with him is a hate fuck relationship.
4: I understand. I know where you guys come from. I just <laughs> I just think that I'm I personally I don't know if Juicy seems like he's trying to make you change your mind on the whole thing. I just know better at this point.
3: I mean, don't no, I mean if, I mean if you don't like him, you don't like him, you know. I mean I'm not here to I mean, your Juicy, out, of, I'm just...
4: out of every what wrestlers do you not like? No matter what they did, you just wouldn't like him. It's a wrestler you just don't understand. Like I don't get why everybody likes this guy. I don't think he's all that well well, I'm trying to think.
3: Well on the current AIW roster I honestly can't think of anyone on the top of my head. I mean, well, for a while I didn't get why everyone, like, Ricky Shane Page. Um, I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm starting, I, I, I come around I, I think she, RRSP, He's proven that he can hang in the ring. I mean, sure. He, I, I, I wish he would get some gear, though. Like, some legit gear. gear. And I, I know I'm I kind of uh, a little, like, hey, I'm a big Kevin Zine guy, but he doesn't wear any gear, but uh, that's an entirely different story. Um, but I, I would say... No, but I
4: think You make a point by saying that. You just kind of just like the fact that doesn't have any real gear. I mean, that's not that you just you just don't understand it. Another thing, you didn't understand him as a wrestler. And I think that I think that it, like on a large scale, I think like a guy like a John Cena would be the same way. I mean, most people don't like John Cena, but why? Because he's been shoved down your throat. Because he's he doesn't put on that bad of matches for the most part. And I think that that's it's the same situation with. I think everybody has the wrestler where it's just like ah, I just don't get it. And I think that's his same Don's is Justin. Ah, I just don't get it. Oh
3: yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, sometimes we don't entirely understand why why someone doesn't like anyone, but, you know, it's it's just what it is, you know? Uh It's their own opinion, and we can't go around trying to change
2: it. And believe it or not, we've come down to the the last announced match because I believe there are some Christmas presents waiting under the tree that will be two days late, and there, there's more matches that will happen at the show, because we've only gotten eight announced. Well, I mean, it could be an eight-match card. Wouldn't be surprised if we, they get, we get up to ten, so. But is let's it talk about the I it was
4: like seven eight. Well, I, I think what
3: Dustin is referring to with, uh is Greg Iron's open challenge really considered a match or, like, could it be, like, last month, it
2: just be more of a second? Yeah. It's good. I consider it a match. All right. But, but match, next, yeah. the absolute title match, the first title defense of Ultramanis Black, the new AIW champion, AIW absolute champion, versus the Cleveland legend, the former absolute champion, Johnny Gargano. I'm interested to see what happens here, because I think it's possible that Gargano does win.
3: Absolutely. I think he's, uh, like, long. Go overdue for another absolute title run, you know. I mean, he, you know, he is the top guy in AIW. He is Mr. Cleveland, the king of Cleveland, you know. He's been in AIW for a long time now, like one of the longest running roster members of the current AIW card, you know. And as far as like loyalty goes, you know, he's one of the most loyal guys to AIW. He shows up to shows that he's not booked on. He's just, like, uh, he's at like the last women's shows. He showed up just to support AIW, have a good time, and you know, and Chandler and John, they're Lucky to have a guy like Argano. Uh, on the other hand, though, uh, I don't, I don't know if ultra just. I don't think. I don't know if he's gonna lose right away. You know, I mean, his first title defense. Uh, and again, he's someone I would love to see back in AIW in 2014, you know, I'm I i, I I'm a charmer. you know, I can say it, I'm proud of it, you know, it was pretty awesome seeing Mantis, like, I, I, I know Chon and John Chandler, they've been going on for years now, saying, oh, we can get all match back in AIW anytime we wanted to, we wanted, it, but, and then when he showed up to Double Dears, that was a pretty surreal to me, and then when he won the absolute title in his first match, I think we were, we were all dumbstruck at that moment for a couple minutes, just like, all for matches. AIW absolute champion though. Uh I don't know. I can see it going fifty fifty. Gargano, another absolute title run. I'm all for that. But I'm also all for Ultra Max Slack holding onto the title for a little bit longer. And seeing him and AIW longer. At least for a couple more months, a couple more shows.
4: I personally I I think this match is gonna become more than that. I think that it's gonna be a great match to start off, but I just think Ethan Page deserves a title shot for John Gargano. He's got a title shot, and I think that there should be some there should be some type of justice for this situation that we are having now. For Johnny Gargano, after not being around since Double Dare, he wasn't at the last show. Champion wasn't even at the last show, but Ethan Page still showed up. I think that there should be some type of justice or Ethan Page deserves to have a title back. doesn't deserve to lose in the first place. I just think, I don't know. I think like, I think Ultimate will keep that title, but I don't think he's going to retain the title, if you know what I'm what? saying.
2: What if this
4: turns into a triple threat? I, I don't disagree with it. I think it turns into a triple threat. If you don't turn into a triple threat, at least give Ethan Page another shot to beat an ultimate to for his own title
3: uh, I'm I'm all down for a three-way match between All Ego, Mantis and Vergano. And if that does happen, then I I I can see All Ego winning back the
4: title that that night. I think I think I do like All Mantis, love. I really enjoyed him. Uh I saw him at a I think he was at the car show I went to, my first car show. I believe I, saw him. I don't know. It was a while ago. But I mean, everything I've seen, even that live, I I do follow car. despite people who think that I hate wrestlings outside of things that are the people. I'm not a nice person. to do watch a lot car, and I really enjoy you enjoy George Carr's product and uh I don't know. I, I, I like Ultramantis. I hope he sticks around, even if he does lose the title. I think that he... I think that him, as a character, it'd be the same type of situation as like Tim Dance, where in Takara, you're not up that you have, like, reins on you, but I think that you can really take character, especially something that's like the dark and devious Ultramantis Black, and you could actually make him dark and devious in AIW, whereas you can't really make him dark and devious in Takara. But you can, but it's like a cartoony dark and devious compared to an actual dark and devious. If, you, if that makes any sense.
2: No, it, it, it makes sense to me. All right, just making sure, Pat. Yeah, no, I
3: yeah, I uh, that's it over. You know, I uh, that, that does make sense to me. Yeah, I agree. I mean,
4: you gotta like, I mean, there's the what is it? What is it? You you would know what it is. The eye of something or other in Shigar that he held, to be able to keep Delirious and I don't know what it's called. I know the storyline. I don't know what the things are called. But I think that bringing Ultra mantis in there, like that, that's one way to be dark and devious by having the eye of Ra or something like that. It is right, Juicy. Tell me. Um,
3: eye tear. Uh, God, we could go and. Another hour and a half talking about the yeah, story. I yeah, stepping. We go another 90 minutes talking about the storyline, but I left Yeah. Left, left, not.
4: But not. But that's, that's one kind of dark and devious, I think. Whereas you could actually be like, like Ultramantis can actually do something devious. Like, you, he can be a little more intense. He can be a little more violent. I'd like to see a more violent, intense Ultramantis. If he can be that violent, intense Ultramantis that, like, you can just kind of see that he has the possibility to be, I think that that would create a pro-wrestling match Johnny that could just blow apart what people think about Chicago wrestlers, I think.
3: What about you, Summers? Do you, do you think he's
2: gonna win? This match, I like. I said, I see. I kind of see Johnny Gargano winning. I mean, I can see the point of Ultraman's Black keeping it, but I kind of think it would be a, another surprise to for Johnny Gargano to win, and that's that's where I'm leaning towards right now.
4: I'll tell you what my favorite part of that match is gonna be. We have a little bit of the team match, but Johnny's girlfriend kind of sits over on my side of the crowd now. And when she first saw Ultraman, she had some very not kind things to say about him because he's a bug, and she doesn't understand the idea that he's a bug. She just can't wrap her head around the idea, and then we started tell you about other Scar character characters like colony and she just didn't understand so i think that my favorite part of that match is going to be sitting near her and hearing her say things about all mantis while going against johnny i just think humor is going to come out of that
2: i, I, I can i can definitely see that because i i remember seeing her the whole thing of her like questioning like a whole the whole bug thing and that was quite hilarious
4: and then with the kevin dean chopping johnny and her freaking out and him finding out that that's what it was i think that that's i'm, I'm happy that wrestlers do things like that it makes it a little more interesting and more fun
2: <laughs> did, did you explain to her who
4: ophidian was. Yeah, we explained the, we explained the Ethereum portal. We explained the shard. We, ex- we explained a few different shard things to her.
2: What was her reaction to the Batiri when she seen that?
4: Um, she's scared of them. She's <laughs> she's scared of a I, lot of things.
2: I, th- I think it's how Greg put it in uh, the last episode, and I'll always think of it like this: the Batiri is just four dudes in makeup.
4: I don't, I don't know about that. Maybe no, <laughs> three he, dudes in makeup. Right, one was a mask F- at least. Oh,
2: well, you don't understand what I understand the whole four dudes thing. Yeah, I get it. I get
4: it. <laughs> I get it. Veronica Ticklefeather is. is a manly looking person. I get it. How ha you guys are hilarious. That's me. You guys are bullies. <laughs> hey. Well, I'm being a bully. Bullies. You give AIW fans a bad name, both of you. <laughs>
3: but uh know what the gist of it is? Uh Dead Presidents, Uh it's gonna be an awesome show. I I been going to AIW shows for five yeah going on five years now. Uh um, first December show was Night Before Christmas two where Thorn and Haley hatred beat the shit out of each other in a no real barbed wire match. Uh I gotta remember being fifteen and just being like what I It was from there. That point, I knew I, I got to do some crazy IW. Uh, I, I I I'm being honest here. Uh, I think this is definitely one of the most stacked shows to date, and you know, this looks like an absolute hurt. And I'm really surprised to see a show like this happening so late in the year.
2: And... I mean, I can understand it because this is a Christmas show. I mean, granted, it's two days after Christmas, but still, people who come home for Christmas, possibly for being away, whether the wrestlers or fans, so it's maybe easier for some some bookings and it's easier for certain fans to come. And it seems like some of these shows around holidays besides absolution I mean get a lot of people seems like we had to, we actually we had a lot of people for hell on earth that was that was just amazing and I think I looked at the, the pre-sale ticket list that we always see as we're walking in and normally it's it's a certain size and this was almost double and there were there were some handwritten names on there and by the sound of it it could possibly be the same thing for this event and it's like I said two days after Christmas it's people coming home wrestlers being able easy to be booked and so yeah you're gonna have these kind of shows I mean, hell, it's these kind of shows that, you know, former world heavyweight champions are able to show up at. Hey, Good point,
3: good point.
4: Uh, never know, never know. And
3: for my sake, I hope a lot of people show up and buy me shit, because I am trying to get rid of so many DVDs. At a fair price, may I
4: add. Very fair price. If I had money, I'd be buying from the cheap, cheap hop in the table. <laughs> I, know, yeah. I know Adam know. is Laporta's to see what kind of CZW DVDs you're going to bring in. Yeah,
3: yeah, there you go. well, Big uh, Tato might, uh, uh, might have an edge against him.
4: Oh yeah!
3: Yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! He's interested. But, uh, yeah, my deals, $5 DVDs, spend 15 bucks, um, get a free DVD. I'm gonna have, like, like over 200 DVDs for sale, possibly, um, I'll see how many I can get in my suitcase, boxes, I, I don't I don't know, but I'm gonna have all sorts of DVDs, WWE, TNA, Ring of Honor, Dragon Gate, USA, Evolve, CZW, PWG, I think I have, like, a Honk Talk Man shoot interview, what a some video. The point is, I'm gonna have so many fucking DVDs, it's, you, you, you're not gonna believe it, and I hope I sell most of them, at least
4: half of them. Begaporation, Begaporation. Begaporation.
3: Summers at least visited my table this time.
2: I visited your table last time. You just didn't have anything I wanted to buy, well, and I didn't have money. Well,
3: buy something this gran- Well, buy some
2: I'll see what I have what? available. No, I, 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 I already know. Maybe. I already know one shirt I'm buying from a wrestler that's already marked off my list. So I, I'll see how things pan out.
3: I admit this time I, I have some tough competition. Uh Cole Cabana, Chris Kevin Sein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I'm. I'm in for and tough time.
2: don't forget about don't forget about Gregory Iron uh, especially he,
4: he was selling those DVDs at the last show ah, also Mantis has some of the best merch in the business yeah,
3: yeah. Mantis uh, Tracy Smothers. oh shit I mean
4: you're not going to make any money I, when, it,
2: when it comes to merch uh, particular wrestlers selling their own kind of stuff I have to go with my favorite hands down Marion Fontaine
3: oh absolutely uh, great Black Friday deals of, oh, I bought one of his shirts I bought the um, NWO t shirt that, that's a great shirt by the way just listing every single NWO member from Start Finish.
2: Yeah, I bought, I bought that shirt myself. Actually, I might wear that for the show. Oh, there you go. I got five new sweater vests for,
4: for my birthday, so
2: who knows And gonna... so does my dog. And so does my dog. Nice choice. What? Nice choice. I said, and so does my
4: dog. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, your dog's not nearly as adorable as me in a sweater vest. I saw the picture. A little French bulldog. My dog would
2: eat your dog. My dog is not a dog that wants to eat other dogs. He just wants to eat food and have fun and sleep. What's not or the love life. about my dog?
4: This, this, exactly. this conversation is now getting way out of control. I cannot wait for you <laughs> have to add this. It's going to be the worst day of your life.
2: Oh, don't even remind me about that, because let's let's actually get get this all to a wrap. Um, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Pat. I'll start with you, Dustin. Any plugs you want to do? Because I know Pat's going to have a lot more than you, so let's start with you.
4: You can see those do a lot more than I do. Uh, I guess follow me on Twitter, at Rev uh, I say outlandish things. People get mad. I say that I'm out doing things, I retweet a bunch of stupid stuff, I you know. Say you're gonna just, hate fuck people? What? I hate say fuck you're gonna people. hate
2: fuck people.
4: I do things, like that's what I'm saying, I just do things and I not really think about it. Uh, yeah, I'll talk to people on there, if people wanna just get at me, I'll talk about anything. I like to talk about wrestling, so if anybody doesn't want to just chit-chat, I'm always around. Um, find me on Facebook, Dustin Alberti. Uh, everything's public so it's not like it's really hard to find me it's not like I have anything to hide I don't know I like meeting new people so if you see me out of the show or if you want to go to the bar and you live in the Cleveland area or if you're visiting the Cleveland area for a show and you have no one to hang out with and you need someone around hey I can find people to hang out with you that's how I do things I'm a very welcoming nice person I I despite people thinking that I'm mean and I say this or I may say that, but I'm a good person. So, you know, just find me on Twitter. Find me on Facebook. Uh, I might add you on Facebook then kind of here and there sometimes with people. But follow me on Twitter. If I think that you're interesting, I'll probably follow you back. That's about all I got. I don't know. I don't do much outside of that. I got work and stuff, but that's not any part of anything. Juicy, and you got eight million projects at all times. What do you got to plug?
3: <laughs> well, uh, where do I begin? Uh, let me get off my book here of uh, things to plug.
2: Still think I can beat you in my plugs.
4: Uh, you do? Are you, are you I don't know if can. Can you can. Plug off. Plug off. Sure. I appreciate this.
3: Well, okay. Um, for starters, follow me on Twitter at JuicyPatLucy. Um, I say funny things sometimes. Uh, and If I don't say funny things, I'll at least retweet funny things said by other people, which will, in essence, uh, make you laugh. And that'll be because of me, so you're welcome. Uh, All right, Justin,
4: Twitter, Twitter plug. Justin, Twitter plug. No, let him do everything this. We're going wants. back
2: and forth. I'm going back and forth. No, no, no. No, everything at once because...
3: I, I... Yeah, we didn't establish that. So, let's so. go. You're scared. Yeah, I understand.
4: The... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no All okay. right. Juicy, keep going then.
3: And then I have a podcast of my own. Um, It's known as the Juicy Detail. Uh, we've had guests on, like Michael Elgin, Josh Alexander, John Thorne, Uh, that was a crazy one, um, just had PWG's Brian Cage on, the audio for that one was just god-awful, and uh, no, if you're going to listen to the first one, don't listen to that one, listen to one where uh, JT Dunn is is actually there, maybe, um, uh, listen to the one with Drew Uh, Golak, that was a very good one, it was short, but very good, or Denver, Colorado from Beyond, uh, ben Ward, that was a great episode. Me being him, I, in fact, he's a, unofficially, officially my other co-host. Starting next month, you're gonna see Ben back on the show because he had like a, over, almost 200 hits. Me and him were really baffled by that, like how his his podcast got so popular so quickly. And and our uh, our podcast. We have a Twitter, too. It's at the Juicy Details, except it's Juicy with an I instead of a Y. Because our theory is, Coke Cabana, being jealous of my podcast skills, he took her Twitter handler, you know? So, and I'm going to see him at AIW. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. I, I want my goddamn Twitter handler. I don't want, I want to be Juicy with a Y, not a fucking I. It's spelled with a Y. Not an I. That's not how it's spelled. Motherfucker. Okay, I'll, 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 I'm getting a little off well, well, topic myself. And then, finally, uh, yeah, go ahead and add me on Facebook. Um, it's just Pat Lucy. Um, I'm the one with the profile pic of my Die Hard shirt that says, yippee Kai yay motherfucker, because that's the only Christmas movie you should be watching on Christmas Day. Don't watch a Christmas Story or any Charlie Brown specials. You can go out, out of your way and watch Die Hard. And maybe Die Hard too if you had time. But if you don't, well then it's it's fine. It's it's easily skippable. But watch the first Die Hard, goddammit. And uh, anything else? To plug? Well, like I've been saying the entire show. If you see me at AIW this weekend, I is. You're seeing me in the far back with a gimmick table. I like to call it Cheap Pop. No, I have Ben Fruth, uh made me a logo for that. I paid him like 35 bucks, and I've, like, never used it. So that's money well spent. It's a good logo, too. I, if, I was, if it was more popular, I would have a t-shirt made, but uh, that'd just be more money dumping down the toilet, so not gonna do that. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to be selling some cool shit. Um, $5 DVDs, uh, those are my specialty, and if you spend 15 bucks, you get a free DVD. I also have uh, just a crazy amount of, of crap here, like, uh, and a good kind of crap, too, like a uh, St. Carter mask, a uh, road dog mask. I know Aaron Bauer really wanted one of those last time. Probably not going to buy it. He's, uh, I don't think he's ever bought anything from me. Uh, Chandler Biggin's last show, he bought a China poster and like it's almost her fully nude. And according to him, he just hung it uh, on the AI, in the AIW locker room for inspiration. I believe that too. I mean, why would not China inspired you to go out and just give it all your all? Uh yep um my gimmick table you can buy crazy shit like that please do I I I'm desperate need for money and desperate to need to get rid of some DVDs I'm, I'm you know, i have some crazy deals for you and uh yeah I'm I think I'm done with the plugs if you can follow escapades Lucy
4: the escapades yeah I'll i
3: wait yeah I do. The juicy escapades. Like, uh, thirty people watch it sometimes, and maybe, I watch it. Uh, well, thank you, just Dustin. Um, uh, yeah, I don't do that. I just tape. Uh, I mean, I stole it from Kevin Steen. Obviously, the just gimmick is I go around taping, uh, recording my adventures on the road and go to all these wrestling shows, you know, uh. Sometimes I'm funny on it. Usually I'm not. Uh, no, that's all I really have to say about it. Uh, why? Is, I have a YouTube page, too, but I I, I think... You no, know, yeah, it's that the juicy details, this time with the why. That's the YouTube page, because sometimes uh, yeah, we uh, I do upload uh, the podcast to it, because, you know, I'm... Uh, I'm not like Justin here. I, I don't have endless amount of money to be spending on, on a podcast, uh, so every month or so I gotta get rid of the audio version of the podcast on the on the podcast page and I just pretty much transfer it to the YouTube page, so you can still listen to it. Listen to past episodes. Uh, yep, and that's at that, the juicy details again for the YouTube page. And... God, I did not expect for me to be plugging this long. I, I'm getting tired of it myself. I, I'm done. Uh, Summers, if you can follow with that, please do. I'm, I'm done. Uh,
2: okay. I, I won't. I don't. I don't normally do like my full plugs of everything I'm a part of on the show, but uh, here's everything that I am a part of. You want to throw out the social media? Obviously, if you want to. Find me, it's Justin Summers, on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash heavyset330. And also, this lovely show, the Ohio Indie Report, you can find it on Facebook as well. It is facebook.com slash Report. And I'm going back to, on Twitter, at heavyset330 for me, this lovely show, at Ohio Report. This network that I'm on, that I've made, it's not an endless amount of money, because believe me, it's only like 10 bucks per month. And right now, I'm not even paying that. A friend of mine is, because I paid for the first year, now he wants to pay for X amount of time. But, that is, this is the Kayfabe Sports Radio, where it's all a work. And you can find it at Facebook.com slash Sports for your Facebook to go out and like also on Twitter, at Kfave Sports and the website that you could find directly, you don't have to go to Podbean, you can go to www, you have to put the www until my partner decides to fix it, but it's www.kayfavesports.com. There's also the other sport that I love so much, NFL, so we can talk about NFL Easy Picks podcast with me and my partner, Joe Bennett from Chicago. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash NFL Easy picks and on Twitter at nfl Easy picks, And that there is just a tip of the iceberg because there's the other stuff that I'm involved in. There's the other podcast uh, that I do with some friends. We do it weekly. It's called Old School at the Movies. You can find that at trendingtopics.net or oldmovies.net as well. Where we talk about a lot of things going on in movies, what we think is going to happen, a lot of games, a lot of fun bunch of people talking movies and everything on wrestling. I'm a weekly contributor for the past over two years to a podcast called the AllWrestling.com Week in Review, hosted by Dan the Cannon. There's also the sister show on Blog Talk Radio called The Impact Players, which is live every Friday night, except for now. Both of these shows are taking a nice holiday break. Um, Besides these, I'm involved in... Randomly showing up on another blog talk radio show called Macho Men Radio. Uh, two guys, normally during football season, they talk football. Another part of the year, they have other things that they like to do. But, mainly being football, I was just on uh, last week's 200th episode, where we talked about the Bears and the Packers, because they're Packers fans. I'm a Bears fan. Ah, And am I missing anything I mean, there, I mean, I can talk about like my friends of the show sometimes being on there. Uh, uh, Asked with Johnny Landon, and Jason Rivera, A.K.A. the Riven Landon Show. There's there's a, a bunch of stuff. So that's everything. I got the plug off the top of my head.
4: You need to set your game up, Lucy. I, I that's do.
3: I do. It's
2: yeah. a
4: lot of podcasts. Yeah. Uh,
3: but I. I think that's
2: I, why. I, I that's why, Pat, when you said anybody could do it, I said. I took offense to it. Uh, no, I, uh, uh, I,
3: you know what? What,
2: podcast? I did. Yeah. Anybody well, like anybody, podcast? now... <clears throat> Pat said this two years ago, which, I mean, it's true, but it's the same thing because he was defending YouTube. Technically, anybody can do YouTube. It's just both things. How great you want to do it, how much effort you want to put into it, and your, your results are going to vary. But now we are in the age, two years later, that everybody almost does have their own podcast, and it's almost ridiculous. And this coming from a guy who a podcaster, I'm just going, wow, Christ.
4: I need to get a podcast. How many chicks how many do you
2: guys fool for doing podcasts? Um, yeah, that's what I thought. I've had one. I'll figure uh, it out. No, no, <laughs> no, I've had one girlfriend for the past five years. So. Oh, <laughs> that's one.
3: And, and, you know, Justin, uh, being honest, you're right. I think my view of podcasts have ch- has changed over the No, last two years, especially since I started my own, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely not as negative towards it as I was two years ago, though I I still say, um, I I just don't find it in the time to listen to a podcast unless it's like, like someone on it that I really want to listen to. Like, uh, I listened to the one with Kevin Steen and Steve Austin, great podcast, but like, 99% 99% of them, I just, uh, I don't feel like, uh, I don't want to take anyone to take offense. I just don't feel like it's worth my time.
2: With that being said, we'll be back after these messages.
0: I come to AIW. This was years in the making. Years. I was supposed to come years ago. I think in like 2010, 2011, 2010, no, 2011, 2010, 2011, Whatever. And I didn't come, I couldn't. My grandfather was sick. I had to stay home, take care of him. This time I could come. My grandfather died a couple years ago. Don't get sad, it's fine. I'm okay with it. I was able to come here. Cleveland, Ohio. Excited, I'm making my debut. I'm wrestling Johnny Gargano, one of the best out there. All, anywhere in the world. And what better way to ruin that than for Ethan Page and Lewis Linden, Did I pronounce it correctly, Cameron? Yes, thank you, I wasn't sure. They come out and they lay both of us out, not just me, because I can live with that. But poor little Johnny, I don't know, that's where you you stepped over the line. Lyndon, you challenged me for your intense division championship buddy. You wanna see intense? I am ready to get as intense as it takes to take that belt from you. Plus, it's really cold in here, so I just killed two birds with one stone, but I would never do that because I love birds. It's a play on words. Lyndon, I'll take your belt, and that Ethan Page, all ego, you're from Canada. I will send you back. Intensity, you see that? I will send you back to Canada for good. But only once I win the belt from Lyndon, that's the next show. I'm going to do it where this. If that's not intense, what is?
2: and there you have it, the very very long episode and I apologize for how long it went, all the crazy things we got into, but you get that sometimes when you're doing a podcast with some friends and you just kind of want to talk about the card and you get off on these tangents on things, but if you managed to make it through all that, thank you, thank you so much for listening, but let's go over the details just one more time and that's this Friday, December 22nd tomorrow, 7.30 bell time Turner's Hall, Cleveland, Ohio. Pre-sale tickets at this point, I believe, have Taken offline, but your day of the show tickets, if you could still make it $20, and you get them at AIwrestling.com. And to go over the card one more time, we have the six way scramble Bobby Beverly versus Flip Kendrick versus Davey Vega versus Colin Delaney versus Marion Fontaine versus Ty Colton. The AIW tag team title match, the Jollyville Fuckets versus the Submission Squad versus the Hot Young Best Friends versus Euthanasia. The AIW Intense title match, Lewis Linden versus Kevin Steen. The best two. Two out of three match with Mike Elgin being in action. Is he going up against Josh Alexander? We'll find out the day of the show. Chris Hero versus Tim Donst. Cole Cabana versus Tracy Smothers. The absolute title match. Ultraman is Black versus Johnny Gargano and Gregory Iron's wide open challenge round two. Now these are just part of the, what's been already announced. They're guessing there could be some. Matches added, but we'll see. AIW is really good at doing this. I'm hoping I get to see you there. If you, you've listened to the show, let me know what you think, how how we did, how myself, Dustin, and Pat broke this down, how we got into talking about stuff. And if you had as much fun listening to it, as much fun we had doing it. And don't forget, also, this weekend is, or t- now it's today, Cole Cabana and friends will sit around and do commentary to Bad Wrestling at Patty's, at Patty Rock Super Pub, 16700A, Lorraine Avenue, Cleveland, Ohio. 4411 and featuring Cole featuring Marty DeRosa, and Colin Delaney. Doors open at 7 o'clock. Show will start at 8. Tickets, just $10 and you can get them at AIWrestling.com. And there was one other thing announced for the future. We're already starting into March. I know there's going to be a show at the beginning of February. I want to say it was February 2nd, but there's there's no official announcement for anything. But we're already going to look forward into March for Girls Night Out 11 and 12. March 29th, just two days before my birthday so I'm excited and the names that are on the flyer are Athena Kimberly, Veda Scott Hannah the Howling Hottie, Leah Von Dutch, Marty Bell, Angel Dust Jasmine, Xander Bale The Social Network and the AIW Women's Champion, Allison Kay. So like I said those are some things to look forward to. I hope to see you tonight for the comedy show or worst comes to worst I hope I see you Friday. For Dead Presents. it's going to be a great show and absolute solution type car they have sold well over a hundred and fifty pre-sale tickets this show is going to be nuts you're gonna to want to get there and you're gonna to want to get there early come find us in the parking lot while I was editing the first part of the show down before I recorded this last little bit and post it there's going to be a 80% chance that we're going to do tailgating for this because it's Cleveland it's cold and why not for this big massive show with the amount of people that's gonna be showing up. So, follow Dustin. He gave you his Twitter handle. Follow him on Twitter, and all the details will be there. I'll be retweeting him at my personal account at HeavySet330, maybe on the at, on the Ohio Indie Report. But basically, that's it. That's that. Dead Presidents. It's going to be a great show. That will do it for me and the Ohio Indie Report for 2013. Thank you for listening to the Ohio Indie Report on KFABE Sports Radio, where it's all a work. And you've been listening to the Ohio Indie Report. We're
0: from Ohio, okay. Oh. Yeah, uh, uh, uh. this your boy Fat am